we ascribe all the greatness to you for these are your doings O Lord and they are marvelous in our eyes thank you for such great testimonies and thank you for the blessings we magnify your name today we bless your name Father, we thank you for the opportunity for once again to be in your presence. For gathering us before your presence once again. We pray that let your power be present this morning. Touch our lives and bless every soul. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. Please, by the grace of God, today is the last Sunday of our month of humility. And I believe that the Lord has begun great works in our lives. There is something that God is doing in our midst that if you have eyes, you will see. And I believe that this morning, the Lord is about to add grace upon grace upon your life. Yeah. Tell the person, we are, we are going somewhere. Tell the person, it doesn't show that you are there, but you are getting there. Let's give a big clap off unto the Lord for what he has done. I want to encourage you this morning that whatever we are doing here is a blessing for you. Is it when some of you don't place value on the pastors God has given to us in this church? I pity you. I really pity you. Because whatever we are sharing here with you, we are sharing deep secrets from heaven where the things you don't value. Do you remember what Jesus said? He said, you people, he said, the Koratans, the, the miracles and the preachings that were done, if it were done in those places, he said, they would have just rushed and repented. So, some of the things you take lightly, people jump and receive you. Now, I'm sharing with you this morning in brief, just about 30 minutes I'll be done. The humility of a child and of a servant. There are three types of people that Jesus wants us to learn from in the school of humility. But please, you must understand that there is no way you can rise to the top without humility. I'm telling you. Check through the Bible and all great men. There's a secret of humility behind. I'm telling you. Moses became great because of his humility. Abraham became great because of humility. The Bible says, if the devil wants to destroy a man, pride goes before him. Because he is the father of all pride. He is the father of all arrogance. And he always fights against humble people. He doesn't want people to be humble. He doesn't want you to listen. He doesn't want you to obey. But Jesus said, if anybody wants to get to the top, if anybody wants to see success and good life, you must learn to walk in humility. And he shows us three people. In the school of humility, there are three people you must follow. So in the school of humility, Jesus shows us three kinds of people that we must learn from if you want to walk in humility. Last week, we looked at um, some of the things that we must avoid if you want to walk in humility. We spoke about what? Proud speaking. Some of the things we see that demonstrate pride. And we also look at proud looks. Some of you, your looks are full of pride. I pray that God will help us to avoid all of them. Amen. Number one, Jesus himself is a typical example. He said we should look unto him. Matthew chapter 11, 28 and 29. So in the school of humility, we have to look unto Christ. He said, learn of me, for I am what? I am meek and lonely in heart. And he's our greatest example of humility. Hallelujah. If one to understand humility, Jesus must become your example. Now, he also said, even if I'm very difficult for you to be able to identify humility, then look unto a child. Then he made the scripture in Matthew chapter number 18 from verse 1 to 5. He said, and at that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, who then is the greatest? Don't forget, we all want to get to the top. In the kingdom of heaven, then Jesus called a little child to him 
Does anybody here want to be great? Don't forget, when you come down, when you humble yourself, God will make you great. That's what the scripture says. And they were trying to identify who will be the greatest, the greatest, the biggest amongst us. Then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them, and said, As shortly I say to you, unless you are converted, unless you become like us little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Unless you become a child, role. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this what? Anybody who ever humbles himself, so anybody who wants to learn humility, apart from Jesus, can also learn humility from a child. So this morning, we're going to look at some of the things that show humility from children. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Hmm. Verse 5. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name also receives me. So Jesus said, number one, look at me. Now, if looking at me becomes very difficult for you, then look at a child. He went on to say that even if looking at children will become so difficult, we are too proud and too arrogant to look at children, then I'm sure look at servants or house elves. In Luke 22, verse 23, please. He said, and they began to inquire among themselves which of them it was that should do this thing. And there was also a strife among them which of them should be accounted the greatest. Hmm. Everybody want to be great too. And he said unto them, the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and they that exercise authority upon them are called benefactors. But ye shall not be so. You are not supposed to be so. But he that is greatest among you, let him be as what? As the younger, and that is chief. Let him be as the one who does what? Who serves. Who serves. The other versions use the word as a servant. Glory to God. So three people. Number one, in the school of humility, look unto Jesus. Number two, look unto a child. And number three, look unto servants. And that, I mean, there is a line that you can trace from all these three people if you want to learn humility. Hallelujah. I see the grace to walk in humility coming upon us from today in the name of Jesus. I want to share with you this morning, looking at Jesus, children and servants, that we can learn some powerful lessons from them. That is the reason why Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 5 that from verse 5 and 6, he said, clothe yourself with humility. That is the garment of humility. Put on yourself the garment. Clothe yourself. Let it be like a dress that you are wearing. 1 Peter 5 and 6. He said, like while you younger, submit yourselves unto elder. Yea, all of you be subject to one another and be clothed with what? Humility. So humility is like a garment you wear. And he made reference to the servant. In those days, the servants used to have a particular dress that they, they put on. It's like an apron. So the moment you enter the house, you identify that this what? This is a servant. They, they even used to pierce their ears and sometimes even their nose. Yeah. So when you get to any house, you see that anybody's nose is pierced and there is earring inside. It means that person is a servant. Yeah. So some of you are going back to the, you are making yourself servants again. Bro. They has all kinds of piercings to identify certain things. And the moment you enter the house, Paul, I mean Peter, took the story from the, back, the Jewish background where the servant used to have a particular dress. It's like an apron. Like women who goes to the kitchen. The moment you see a woman wearing an apron or something, you can see that the person is working. Whether the person is working at the kitchen or working or somewhere. And that is a typical thing that Peter was talking about. That everybody... Humility can be like a dress that you wear. That when people see you, they can see that, ah, this is a humble person. 
So humility is not only of the heart. It is something you also demonstrate. You cannot be insulting people and call yourself humble. You cannot be doing things that are not proper and you call yourself humble. You cannot maltreat your wife, maltreat your husband and call yourself humble. So there are things that we put on, that are clothes, that are dresses we put on. Like a servant, like a child, like Jesus. That when anybody sees us, they will see us as humble people. And I want to share three of them with you this morning. Number one. Every humble follower of Christ wears the garment of obedience. Any follower of Christ who wants to walk on the path of humility wears the garment of what? The garment of what? I would say the garment of obedience. Please after me, the garment of obedience. So anybody who wants to walk in humility must wear the garment. Don't forget what Peter said. He said, put on or say, clothe yourself. Clothe, shattered weight. The clothe, the garment of obedience. You can never walk in humility without obedience. In Philippians chapter number 2, the verse 5, look at what Paul says about Jesus. Philippians 2 from verse 5. Let this man be, which is also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, taught it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon himself the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of what? Of men. Look at verse 8. And being found in a fashion as a man, he did what? Humbled himself and became obedient. So obedience goes with humility. The foundation of your humility is based on your obedience. Anybody who wants to walk in obedience, I mean, who wants to walk in humility, must embrace obedience. Humble people are obedient people. I said, humble people are what? Obedient. You can never. Jesus said, by myself, I can do nothing. He said, as I hear is what I do. I cannot do anything on my own. It is what the Father tells me. It's what I do. And it shows my humility. That anybody who wants to walk in humility must learn to do what God says and what leadership or authority over them want them to do. Hallelujah. So anybody who wants to walk in humility must learn to walk in obedience. You can never call yourself humble if you are not obedient to God and to those above you. You see, one thing about pride is that it makes it very difficult for you to be able to obey. Pride makes it very difficult. Pride will, always, pride will never take instructions. Pride people always want to do things on their own. You can never direct proud people. You can never teach proud people. You can never show them what to do. Proud people never take instructions. They always want to do things on their own. But he said, being found in the first of man, he humbled himself and became obedient, even unto death. It means that it was very difficult. Now, obedience simply means that doing what God tells you to do, even if it's not comfortable with you. People of God, put on and clothe yourself from today. Make up your mind, I'm going to walk in obedience to God and to the word of the Lord. The more we rebel against the word of the Lord, the more it shows our pride and our arrogance. God tells us to sit. And we say, no, I will stand. God said, love me. He said, no, I'll never love you. I'll love another person. God said, do this. He said, no, I can't do this. I'll do things on my own. Many of us here, including all of us here, we, most of us can identify traces of pride now because we are not being following what God has asked us to do. We are not obedient to God. And if we had even been obedient to God, our lives would have been much, much, much even better than the way we find ourselves. Is that not so? I see the grace to obey coming upon us from today. I said, I see the grace of obedience coming upon us from today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
of walking obedience, obedience to God, obedience to leadership, and obedience to the things of God. Many of us, sometimes we know the clear word of God, what the word of God says we should do, but we look at it and we decide to do something different. It's a clear sign of pride. Somebody was telling me, he said, please, it is very difficult for me to pay 10% of my tithe. And I said, why? He said, his 10% is too much. How many of you know that your 10% of tithe is too much? Let me see your hand up. So if you see your tithe, when, sometimes when you take your tithe and you are giving to God, it looks too much for you. You are giving 1,000 Ghana cities as tithe and it's too much? You are giving 10,000 Ghana cities as tithe and it's too much for you? Hmm. Mercy. Then much will never come to you. Receive the grace to walk in obedience in the name of Jesus. So humble people are always identified with obedience. Let me tell you, if you want to check the level of your humility, check the level of your obedience. If you want to check the level of your humility, because humility is in levels. If you want to check your, whether you are deep, you are low, or you are down, check your obedience level. Today, I see that your humility is growing and it's becoming greater and greater. Receive the grace to walk in obedience. The Lord said to Abraham, first time to hear the voice of God, he said, move from your father's house and go to a land I will show you. In Genesis 3, number 2, Bible says he just packed his things. He says, go Hey, that's interesting. You just hear a voice. You leave your father, you leave your mother, pack all his things. Apart from that, one day the Lord told him, he said, go and sacrifice your son, an old man, an old man. I will not even get a son. Go and sacrifice. Bible says in the morning, Abraham did not argue. He did not say anything. Bible says early in the morning, he saddled his donkey and said, young man, let's go. What obedience. No wonder Abraham is the father of all blessings. You can never walk in obedience and lack any good thing from the Lord. I'm telling you. The foundation of humility is what? Is obedience. From today, receive. Even if it's difficult for you, Lord, help me to obey you. It shows your humility. And it will help you to grow in humility, I'm telling you. Proud people will always say no. Proud people will never agree. Glory to God. Yeah. There are some of you, you don't listen to anybody. There is no father figure over you who can speak over your life. Some of you, nobody can even correct you. Nobody can correct you. When you are wrong, see, there should be that father figure over your life. Somebody that, even if you are offended to a certain point, when that person comes in and speaks to you, no matter how arrogant and purpose you are, you still come down. There should be somebody like a father figure in your life who can talk to you, who can, who can instruct you. Hey, shut up, keep quiet, and you have nothing to say. Many of us don't have people like that. One day there was a marriage issue somewhere. So I went to the pastor, we were talking, and I asked the pastor, ah, I heard about this marriage issue between this person and that person, but I know they are your church members. L- listen to what the, the pastor said to me. He said that he doesn't see me as his pastor, so I can't talk about their marriage. Whoa! You have been in the church for over 10 years? He said they don't see me as their pastor, so I can't talk to them. I was shocked. One day there was an issue. Hmm. In a particular church, and I asked, because this one, I don't know the pastor, and I asked the person, why don't you go to your pastor? And the lady made the sense. He said, pastor, my husband doesn't see our pastor as their head. Some of you just come to church. You are just in church. When you are angry and I talk to you, you will not listen to me. You will not. It is what is in your heart that you want to do is what you do. And you call yourself humble. So when you are hungry, nobody can tame you. When you are angry, you can even insult your mother, your father, everybody. One day somebody was misbehaving, and the wife told the man, I will tell pastor. What did the man say? It's pastor, my father. Ask the person, who is the father over your life? Who is the father? That you obey, that you obey. Ask the person. Even if you can't see God, even if you can't listen to God, there must be that kind of father figure over your life. Who can tame you, calm you, 
That somebody that when you lift up your hand, you want to slap. And the person says, Hey, Ozu, Nicholas. We don't have such people. Receive the grace to walk in obedience to God and to the leaders God has set above you. So if you are very rebellious to your husbands, very rebellious, very rebellious. Don't listen to anything. Don't listen to your head. May God help us. May God help us. In the name of Jesus. How many of you that God is helping you to walk in humility? Yeah. So have people that you listen to and it will be a great blessing for you. Number two. So number one, wear the garment of what? The garment of obedience. Please. We are talking about the garment that shows that. So when people are obedient, it demonstrates their what? Their humility. Those who are not obedient are not humble. Those who cannot take instructions. Number two. Every humble follower of Christ must wear the garment of service. Must wear the garment of what? He said, clothe yourself with the garment. He said, I mean, that's what he said. He said, I, I'm among you as one who saves. <laughs> Give me that scripture. I think in Mark chapter number 10. I love that scripture very well. Mark 10, 42 through 45. But Jesus called them to him and said unto them, You know that which are counted to rulers over the Gentiles, exercise lordship over them, and their great ones exercise authority upon them. But so shall it be not among you, but whoever will be great among you shall be your what? Give me the NIV. Let me see the way the NIV puts it from this verse. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your what? Your servant. Row. And whoever wants to be first must be slave. Ajish. Must be what? Slave of all. Verse 45. For even the son of man did not come to be saved, but to do what? And to give his life as a ransom for many. He came as a servant. Anybody who wants to walk in humility must clothe himself with the garment of service. You must be a servant to God, to the work of God. You must be a servant. Listen to me. In the house of God, there is nobody who is Lord, who is a champion here. All of us are servants. I'm the master servant here. Because I'm the one serving you. I'm serving you with the word of God. Is that not so? Yeah. It's not easy to stand to preach. I'm serving you. And because of you, I have to read and read and read and read and read and read. Research. Do this here. Do that here. Listen to this. Listen to this. So that we can present the, the, the good word of God to you. I'm, I'm struggling to serve you. This morning, I'm serving you with the word of God. Paul calls himself the bond servant. I'm a, I, am a, I have no choice. Bond servant. We don't have servants in the house of God anymore. There are many of us here. We come to church. We listen. We pack our things. Take a Bible. Go. Next Sunday we come. Go. Come. Go. Come. Go. As the person asks you, are you a boss or you are a servant? Which one? Because boss are being served. Because we are serving you. There are many of you. You are doing nothing. There is nothing you are doing. You are a boss. Congratulations. God bless you. Boss don't go to the top. It's only servants. Hallelujah. I'm among you as one. He said, wear the garment of what? Of servants. Yeah. Peter said, clothe yourself. Clothe yourself. Clothe. If you want to identify humble people, you see them by their service. Always serving. And please listen to me. God has placed something in you that you can use to serve in his house. Everybody. Everybody has a particular gift, a particular grace to do something for God and in his house. Identify that thing. So if you, when men sees you, they always tell you, oh, you are beautiful. Men are always attractive to you. Is that not so? Yeah. When they look at you, ah, what a beautiful girl. Cars see you and they stop. Some cars even fall into goddess and all that because of you. <laughs> Use your beauty as a means of serving God. Use it as evangelism. So when a car is about to fall into a gutter, sister, I look at you. Uh, my car 
nearly got into the ditch. Wow, my brother. Sorry. But let me tell you, Jesus loves you. Some of you, you are dressing and you have dressed neat because you are looking for a man. Mercy upon mercy upon mercy. There is a grace God has given to that. Some, some of you men here, you can rap. But you can rap a lady and they can easily fall in love. You don't have anything but the way you can talk. Women love talking. Men who can talk and rap them. I don't know whether now it has changed. Yeah. Because sometimes you can see, hey, yeah, women love people who can talk. Rap them. Use your rapping as evangelism. Rap Jesus to them. Young man, so handsome, so beautiful. Don't say women love you. No. Don't use your handsomeness. To the glory of the devil. Use it to serve. There is something God has given to you. That's why you are very approachable. I mean, you, 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 you love people. What can I use this to do? Identify something that is a gift, that is a grace God has given to you that God, you can use to serve in his house. You can use to help. You can use to assist. Don't cover it. Be, don't, please, don't be in the house of God without doing nothing. I can't be in a church and you do nothing. You don't carry chair. You don't sweep. You nothing. Nothing upon nothing. Hey, and interesting, let me tell you, there is nothing that you do in the house of God that is so menial. The, everything you do in the house of God is equal, is the same. It comes with the same blessing. Whether you are the one usher, whether you are the one cleaning the toilet, you are, I mean, taking care of children, whatever. Please, there's father is a service to God and it's coming from your heart. There's a blessing that goes with it. One of the signs that shows that you are not too humble the way you think you are is your refusal to serve. That's one of you, even when we give you jobs in this church, you run and we'll never see you again. Yeah. We are not ready to do anything. Can you ask a person, what are you doing in the house of God? Can you ask the person, what exactly, tell me, what exactly are you doing? Hmm. No service. Hallelujah. Your humility will always manifest in your service. Service is a test of humility. Yeah. So never mind where you are serving. And whenever you are serving, don't look for recognition. Very much important. Servant, don't expect thank you. In Luke 17, 10, listen to what he said. Luke 17, listen to what Jesus said about servants concerning us. He says, so you also, when you have done everything you were told to do, she'll say, we are unworthy what? Servants. We have only done our duty. Unworthy servants. Servants don't look for recognition when they are serving. Don't let somebody see that, I mean, you want somebody to see that you are cleaning the toilet, you are working. In, no, 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 no. Don't even look for thank you. Because you must even count yourself blessed even to be working for God. Whether you are packing cars, no matter what you are doing, count yourself blessed. Receive the grace to serve in his house. Amen. And the third of it, anyone who wants to walk in humility must wear the garment of love. Philippians 2.8 You must wear the garment. And being found in the appearance of man, he humbled himself and became obedient to what? To death. Even death on the cross. It was loved that pushed him to humble himself to the cross. When you love people, because his humility was not by compulsion, he did it out of what? Out of love. Jesus went to the cross out of love. Through humility. He was not just going like, no, 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 because the father wanted me to. He did it from his heart. Humble people are loving people. I'm telling you, anybody who is a humble person, anybody who loves is a humble person. Anybody who genuinely loves people it's a humble person. If you love your wife, you humble yourself. If you love your husband, you humble yourself. What a blessing. Hallelujah. 
So humble people are loving. One of the things that love will do is that love will cover multitudes of what? Of sins. When you are in love with someone, you easily forgive the person. And forgiveness is also a sign of what? Of humility. Proud people are not ready to forgive anything. Arrogant people are not ready to forgive anything. When you love people, you wish that, I mean, when they are making progress, you are happy for them. Is that not so? If you're somebody who loves, when you see that people are looking better, you are so excited for them. But proud people will never wish that others will go on. They want them only to be at the top. When they see that others are going on, they, don't, they are not excited. They are not happy. It is them and it is them alone. But when you walk in love, it's a sign of humility that when people are doing, I mean, making, I'm making it in life, people are doing it well. You are so excited. Hmm. Listen, let, let, let me tell you one sign. Whenever you see that people's success and progress begins to hurt you and make you uncomfortable, pride is at work in your heart. Yeah. Why you, but not me? Why them, but not me? It's a sign of pride. But the moment you begin to walk in love, other people's success becomes your success. Because humble people want others to go up while they remain down and God will lift them also up. Hallelujah. Yeah. Do you know that when you wish people well, you do better than them? Yeah. It's a secret. When you wish people well, you do better than those people. It's like somebody who helps people. When you help people, the person you are helping can never ever become more successful than you. Let the person have money what the person can never be more successful than. In the sight of God, the one who helps others is more successful than the one who takes from people. That's how it is. Receive the grace to walk in love. Because love is a garment of humility. Can you imagine even children? Jesus said, look at children can argue, they can fight with another person and within some few minutes, they will settle their issues and they will move on. You can even tell a child, don't go to this house again and play there. You will see the child running there. Do you know the reason why? Jesus said, look at children because children quickly forgive and forget because they have a short memory. Jesus said, have, when it comes to working in humility, have a short memory about what people do against you. There are some of you here. If you open your head, you can remember 1982, 1971. <laughs> you can remember everything. And he did me this. He did me that. Some of you, up to now, what people have, you are still bearing grudges. Some of you, I mean, you are, you are still bearing grudges in your heart. Your heart is still aching. Because of what somebody did against you. But walking in humility, which will demonstrate that in clothing yourself with love. Oh, yeah. I pray that from today, God will clothe us with humility. Amen. Be like a child who will quickly forgive and do what? And forget. It is proud people who hold grudges in their heart. I'm telling you. It's, pr it's proud people who hold grudges. I will not let it go. Me. I would never let it go. I told you a story. Please forgive me for saying this. For, forgive me. One of our church members, she had the problem. She was always fighting with the husband. Even though the husband was stubborn. The husband would go and drink and do all and come home and fight with her. You useless woman, whatever. The, but the man did a lot against the woman. I had to go into their marriage to talk to themselves. But I realized that if the woman is going to follow the man, the woman will die early. But the man was not ready to change or listen to anything. So my focus was in the woman. So whenever I go there, sometimes I call her, please, let it go. Forgive your husband. I talk. One day something happened, they called me to it. And I sat in front of the woman and I spoke to her, please, let it go. Forgive your husband. I'm talking about love in the form of humility. Look at what she said to me. She said, Pastor, I can't. She just nodded the head like this. I can't. After three days, they had a call there. She has been rushed to my general. Please, let it go. 
I will never forget it. I remember the day I went to Tamajenra. I said, Mary, please let forgive your husband. Because I knew that if the woman was able to forgive the husband, she can even be healed. Because they were giving the medication, there was nothing, nothing was showing. Please let it go. Hmm. All that she said to me was, hmm. In the evening, I had a call. She's okay. The next morning, I had a call. She has passed on. Love will help you to forgive. And it's a sign of humility. Be like a child. The person you have fought, the person who has offended you, may you go again and be talking and be nice to the person. You need to learn a few things from that. Yeah, but watch it the way something so that you not be taking for advantage, whatever. But make sure nothing stands between you, bitterness and pain between you and the person. I see the Lord helping us from today to put on the garment of humility. From today, receive the garment of service. Receive the garment of obedience. Receive the garment of service and receive the garment of love. In the name of Jesus. As you begin to walk in these three powerful things, you see yourself coming down and you see God lifting you and lifting. This is what I hear the Lord tell me. He said, all the people who have refused to forgive you of any offense, I'll make you to rise up above them. All those who are holding you in their hearts can never rise up above you. Let it go. And your rising will never know any limit. You see, humility takes away the limitation out of you. When you are humble, it takes away the limits. You can never be limited in your rising. Yeah. But pride will always keep you low. Today, I see whatever that has kept your life at the same place being lifted forever. So humility will take away of the limits of your rising. And pride will always reduce your size. And no matter how big you are, pride will reduce you. you. You can be fat like this, but pride will make you to shrink. One of the things, sometimes, let me tell you this. When you see a big person reducing, and the person is not intentionally planned to reduce, just, just reducing like that. Oh, pride is making the person to reduce. Pride will shrink you. Pride reduces your size. But humility takes away the limit of you. Limit. I mean limitations. When you are humble, there is no limitation over you. Your rising knows no limitation. No, 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 no. So you rise from one glory, one glory, one glory, one glory. Please, a year by now, your level and your position. I said a year by now, your level and your position, because of the humility God has blessed you with, you are rising above all the arrogant and pompous people in the name of Jesus. You let them call you a fool. Because sometimes when you humble yourself, they say you are stupid. And they say that humility is stupidity. Who told you that? But they don't know. They don't know. That as you come down, you listen as if you're a child. You listen as if you're a servant. You don't care about you. Ah. And I bless the Lord for the people the Lord has surrounded me with. I give instructions. She was supposed to go to London. I told her, please don't go now. Postpone it. I thought she was going to London. Because she's supposed to. I thought she was going this Friday. There's an, we are doing wedding this morning. One of our church members. I told one of the pastor, please. Hey, don't do it. Send somebody to preach in your church. Go and do a blessing for me this morning, this Sunday morning. They are going to Swedro. I just, you give it an instruction and that is it. Nobody says anything and they, they, this morning I told the person on, I think on Tuesday, I've never heard from a person again. This morning I've done the person because please, we are on our way going. A pastor of the church. What a blessing. Who told you you will never be blessed with such humbleness and such humility? The Lord said we should go. Moses said we should go. Everybody, let's follow. Everybody. And nobody could say no. All of us are going. Total obedience. 
demonstrated in humility. I told you a story one day in closing. I was preaching here. Everybody lift up your hand. And I saw somebody did like this. That person was a leader in this church. So I located the person. That's how the person was sitting here. The next Sunday, everyone lift up your hands. The person did like, he came down even further. Wow. And I said, let it go above your head. Then he pushed a small like this. <laughs> Can anybody clap for Jesus and you see him? Did you like that? So identify him. I saw about three or four times. One day when I said it, and I called his name out of this place. I said, hey. Say you, lift up your hand. Immediately I said, he did. <laughs> so those of us who have lifted hand, we are fools. Is that not so? Later, when his arrogance and his pomposity was coming out, do you know what he told me? He sat with me in this office here. That and this was my office. He said to me, look at your pastor's face. He said, what you said to me that time pissed me off. What you said to me pissed me off. Pride has no future for you. But humility has a great destiny for you. Pride has no future. Do you know the reason why the devil cannot sit at one place? Do you know the reason why he's roaming? Because of pride. The Bible says he's roaming like a lion. That's what the Bible says. Is that not so? Looking for somebody. He cannot sit at one. Pride will never make you to sit at one place. Just be roaming. Pride can make, me, never make you to sit in one marriage. Pride. You are so arrogant and so pompous. You are like the devil. Yeah. Because you can't subject yourself. My grandmother will always say, say Two wise people can never marry. That's what my grandmother always tell me. Two wise people can never. At least one should be what? A fool. And she will tell me, Abo Pete. He said the vulture is using its foolishness for longevity. That's the reason why it eats at the some of your husband say, hey, you say hey, hey. <laughs> Mercy. Don't be like the devil Romino. One place to the other, one place to the other, one place to the other. Because you are not humble. One man, you are changing wives like something. You are changing women. Mercy on you. Come down. Tell the person next to you, come down, come down, come down. I said 30 minutes in Jesus' name. Can you rise? Because I wanted to see the things were coming. If we, you stop clapping, you came late. <laughs> Hallelujah. May God help us to clothe ourselves with humility. People of God, please let me tell you this. I want to beg you. If this thing will never help you, we will not preach to you. I'm telling you. By the grace of God, with my little experience, I've seen some men of God that the Lord has caused them to rise to a certain level and you can trace their humility. You'll be surprised. You can trace. We are, look, we are learning from our, those who have gone ahead of us. So let's learn. A married man, calm down. Calm down. You are too big on your wife. You are too... Oh, please, calm down. Woman, calm down. Calm down. So that somebody will marry you. Calm down. Calm down. Thank you for the great works you have begun. And thank you for the wonderful testimonies. All eyes are on you, Lord. We look unto you. During this convention, our eyes are on you. Fill every heart. Turn things around. Strange testimonies. Great doors. Experiences we have never had before. Let your people experience you. In a dimension we have never known before. Let your name be glorified this time. Prove yourself. And let all the glory be given to you. Blessed be your name forever. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. 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 Amen.